the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. What a day, a lot going on. That's now in record territory. The S&P 500 is playing with record territory. Do they close there or not? Doesn't matter. The fact that we're talking about it at all during 2020 is impressive, to say the least. Um, the COVID infection rate is continuing to be very problematic. So the next two to four to six weeks, there could be some problems. That's the thought, economically speaking, due to a lockdown happening again. I like Jimmy Kimmel. He's roughly my age, late night comedian. He adored David Letterman like I adored David Letterman. Uh, he tweeted out something yesterday that it's like, you know, uh, California, you need to help the restaurants. If you're going to tell them like, yes, you can do outdoor seating, spend a lot of money on the plexiglass, spend a lot of money on setting it up and then say, no, 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 you can't do it. You guys are going to need to make this right. I kind of agree. But that's the mess that we're in. Have you ever been like, you get this great idea, like you're gonna urinate behind a Seven Eleven. You're on a road trip. You can't find a rest. You can't find a bathroom. You go into a Seven Eleven, like no restaurant, no restrooms for you. You're like, okay, then I'm gonna go pee in the back. And you're in the back, and you're like, stepping something. You're like, oh, it's sludge. It's like oil, mud. It's just disastrous. It's like, oh, I just ruined a pair of shoes. Just, oh, I should have brought a bucket. I once dated a girl who dated a Canadian, and it's cold in Canada. So he kept a bucket by the edge of his bed just so he didn't have to walk all the way to the bathroom. I'm like, I so would have dumped him. And she goes, yeah, I probably should have. He also worked out with a weight on his head to strengthen his neck. I said, oh, I so would have dumped him. (laughs) She goes, yeah, I probably should have. Those wacky Canadians. So stocks are rallying today for a second day, and today's a little bit different than yesterday. Yesterday, we got a little bit excited about Janet Yellen being named the Treasury Secretary. And we like that because she's market-friendly. She's been in the banking world. As a Treasury Secretary, she'll probably try to fight inflation or try to push for full employment, we think. We look at Steve Mnuchin, who is Trump's uh, Treasury Secretary, and we go, didn't he kind of um, – Maybe have that background on Wall Street. Maybe it was too market-friendly. I get it. So we like the transition on Wall Street because it kind of makes sense. It says she's probably not going to be overly progressive. She's probably going to be more moderate. I think she's probably the most important cabinet position of the Biden's first two years. Getting the economy back on track and inflation under control. And if she's worked in the banking world and she likes that 
four to six percent unemployment rate. Let's she can help guide policy that direction. We'll see. This week we got AstraZeneca adding to Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna all having promising vaccines. We've seen a company like City Research say 2021 is going to have growth, but 2022 is going to have normalized growth. Remember that. People like Jim Cramer going out on CNBC saying, like, where are the sellers at? Because we're only going to have good growth in 2021. We're not going to have great growth. But the first part of 2021 should benefit from some sort of government stimulus. Now that the Trump campaign has essentially said it's over, there may still be a Hail Mary left in the team. But Trump is trying to distance himself from Giuliani and other lawyers who are throwing down claims that courts are shutting down. Um, So transition has started to be named and Wall Street took a sigh of relief there. Again, I don't know if it's all correct. I'm just trying to tell you what the tea leaves are telling me. U.S. continues to notch record COVID-19 cases with the average seven-day tally hitting 170,855. My mother's still in the, in the ER or the ICU, excuse me, but she's in a COVID ICU. She's still on a tube for feeding her. She's got her hands handcuffed to mitts, handcuffed to the side so she can't do herself damage. Um, she's on 10 liters of oxygen, which is the most you're allowed to be on. But I was telling CFP Chad Burton this morning, what's really weird is they don't talk to the family much. When my dad had cancer and he was in cancer ward, they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. It's probably in his lymph nodes and it's going to his brain and blah, 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 blah. It's going to eventually get in his kidneys and oh, in his bloodstream. Once it's in his bloodstream, ah, blah, blah, blah. They were too chatty. With this, we don't get updates except for maybe every 24 to 48 hours, 48 out, 24 if we're lucky, 48 if we're not. So the COVID thing still is problematic because I'll probably, me like other Americans, when there's 170,855 cases, there's going to be a, New York City is putting dead bodies in freezers right now. Texas has called in the state, the National Guard to help with, you know, doctors. While Ted Cruz is like, woohoo, I'm having Thanksgiving. There's still a very weird sense plane out there. Um, that we're not all on the same page. And that brings up the question on 2021 is when do we hit COVID uh, immunity? When do we hit the herd? And it's really going to depend on how many states accept this, like they've accepted masks or not accepted masks. So it's going to be an interesting time. Best Buy turned in a great quarter, but their stock has already had a great nine months. Um, so where's the where's the case to say that it should go much higher? It's tough. Are they going to have a good Christmas? Yes. Are they talking about it? No. And because of that, you're seeing a little bit of sellers. You're seeing a lot of sellers in the NASDAQ, stocks that have done well in the last nine months, the stay-at-home stocks. And you know who you are, Microsoft, Activision, Qualcomm, Apple, Google, the cord cutting technologies, the streaming technologies, the work at home technologies, Zoom, Peloton. They're all on the NASDAQ. So the NASDAQ's up 32% this year. I'd love for it to be up 40% only because I'm greedy. I'll take 32. That's way better than what real estate's done in the last six years. And that's in six months. 
The S&P 500 is up 10%. Russell 2000 is up 9% year-to-date. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 3.7%. Speaking of real estate, Phoenix up 11.4% year-over-year. Seattle up 10.1%. San Diego up 9.5%, according to the Case-Shiller CoreLogic Index. The gain in the 20-city index minus Detroit. Detroit's not reporting right now. There's just there's some really odd data coming out of Detroit. Um, saw that prices ha- have done well in the last 12 months. But since the peak in real estate in 2006, prices are now up just 23%. Now, again, some markets are going to be more. But that's measuring peak to peak. You're not allowed to measure trough to peak. That's not fair. So those that say that real estate beats stocks, that's probably only because you're leveraged. And you can leverage in the stock market as well, but I don't recommend it. And I don't recommend too much leverage in real estate. I've seen more bankruptcies tied towards people over-leveraging in real estate. I've never seen a bankruptcy personally of anyone tied towards the stock market. Never seen one. Supply of homes are at a low. The mortgage rates are at a low. 2.72%. 2.72% for a 30-year mortgage? Yes, please. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. Green Day was supposed to go on tour this past summer, but COVID kind of messed that up. Supposed to go on tour with Weezer. I kind of like that story within reason. I don't want to get too caught up in it. But now that we have vaccines, I want to take a look at companies like Live Nation. Although I don't think we're going to concerts in the summer of 2021. We might. Um, I don't know, maybe 50% capacity instead of 25, or whatever they're trying to play with it as far as numbers go. But that should be a reopening play. Now, what's a stay-at-home play? Peloton. What's a different stay-at-home play? Maybe Peloton versus Zoom. How impacted will Zoom be? How impacted will Peloton be? How impacted will live music be? Has the reopening versus stay-at-home? We don't have all those answers yet. I can tell you that I expect Zoom to be a part of education going forward. Because I think it has some uses, not perfect, but it certainly has some. And I throw that out there again because I don't think it's a zero-sum game. I don't think it's a winner-take-all. I think there's going to be different ways of playing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. I am going to be working on a new podcast probably in the first or second quarter of 2021 that will be very much straight, sober, and like something that you could show your mom as well as your children. I think this is a great show to show your children to get excited about finance and retirement. This might depress senior citizens who are like, I wish I would have listened to him. 
but you get at where I'm playing at with this. The European Union's flagship privacy law, the General Data Protection Regulation. The first time I saw that, it freaked me out just because I, I was going to say, I'm going to have a tough time remembering that. The GDPR, it's restricted what global companies can do with Europeans' data. And now the European Union wants to open that up. It's going to propose new laws to help public and personal data move between businesses and research organizations. I don't know if there's a right way of opening it, of locking it down, then opening it up, or what we've done of just wild leave it open. But you do have to pay attention to governments when it comes to investing. The California district attorney accused Apple Chief Security Officer Thomas Moyer of trying to bribe state officials with 200 iPads in exchange for gun licenses. Like, what is with that going on? Elon Musk has displaced Bill Gates as the world's second richest man. Yay! It's passing of the torch that makes sense. Elon Musk is going to try to do for software upgrades to cars what Bill Gates has done for software upgrades for computers. Now, Bill Gates would have significantly more money, but he's already given away over $25 billion to his own charity, which is a great charity in my opinion. I don't usually say that, but that's that's starting to get into an area that I'm crossing lines. I don't want to tell you how to use your health care. I don't want to tell you, uh, you know, how to raise your children. I don't want to tell you, you know, certain things. Snap's rolling out a new feature. Oh, wait, wait. Elon Musk, real quick. Tesla. So they've got the ludicrous mode, which is a $20,000 upgrade. And they've got the auto driving mode, which is a $10,000 upgrade now. For a $100,000 vehicle, you're like, well, that's only a hundred to thirty thousand and thirty thousand. That's another thirty thousand dollars. Before on their thirty thousand dollars vehicles, that's like woohoo, doubling the price. And they've got entertainment console modes and things like that that they're selling upgrades to. Plus, they have a lot of the resources needed to make electric vehicles. Plus, they have a battery angle. Plus, they have a solar angle. Plus, they have an uh, energy angle. Plus, they have a space angle. Elon Musk is going to be worth a lot more money when it's all said and done. And he's the second richest man on the planet right now. I expect him to take Jeff Bezos is watching you sooner than later. PayPal and Square may be backdoor Bitcoin plays right now because they both have embraced Bitcoin and Bitcoin has broken through 19,000. I'm not telling you this is what you should do. I'm just telling you there's something there. Um, and again, it's too early for me, but it may not be too early for you. I talked about the number of COVID infections in the first segment. Let's talk about what's going to happen this winter. Millions are going to lose their jobs in the restaurant and hospitality industry. One time when it was, I was watching Rocky three, I learned a very valuable lesson from Mr. T. They asked Mr. T in the pre-fight press conference. Mr. T, what do you predict for this fight? Do you remember what he said, guys? Pain or pain. Pain. And that's what I predicted. Nor is a nice guy. Do you still like gold, Mr. T? Because gold's not exactly looking good right now with the economy opening back up in the next six months. Oh, good. Good. He's out on gold. Good for him. Let's ask Chewbacca. Chewbacca, any more Star Wars movies ever going to be good? Or have you sucked that franchise dry? 
for Disney. And my producer, thank you, thank you. My producer probably doesn't know that I think Sarah Jessica Parker has a horsey face. I would ask her about more Sex in the City, but he may not know that horsey face is a <laughs> kind of sound effect, and that Sarah Jessica. There you go. So, so Sarah, um, what's turning eighty like? <laughs> I'm a jerk. She's not eighty. She just looks it. Her skin looks like a lizard. Anyhow, um. Restaurants are a problem right now going into winter. Outdoor seating. Um, these restaurants have spent a lot of money getting COVID ready for outdoors and COVID ready indoors. And the spike just, it, it comes at a bad, bad time. I, I question what our restaurant scene is going to look like in six months, three months in particular. Without another round of stimulus, we're going to get another round of stimulus, and that's why the markets are at 52-week highs right now. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. You don't have to. Tens of thousands of additional restaurant bankruptcies will freak out politicians. Is it going to happen? I think so. To the full extent, it doesn't have to. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I've been doing financial media for over 20 years. I'll make a pledge to you. If you listen, I'll try to bring you some information that's useful. Not always going to. I appreciate that you're listening. I appreciate how life has played out for me. This is a show dedicated to getting your retirement, but ultimately you're going to have to want that. To get to retirement, the government says, we'll take care of you a little bit. It's called Social Security. Now, here's the problem with Social Security is I know the dirty little secret about it. It's got problems. It's not a lot of money. I kind of came up with a system when I was 18. I don't want to work till the day I die. I don't know where you are with that. I got an email this week from a man who got, he kind of sent me an email like, how dare you last week say you like Boeing? Boeing's got a negative book value. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a book value kind of guy. We're all very different. They say you can pick your nose, you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friend's nose, right? Uh, maybe I can pick my friend's nose. Maybe I can get away with it. But he was in a tuss. He's like, that's what not. And then I was like, I, I talked about it on air. And he's like, that's not what I was trying to say. I, I agree with you. But it makes no sense that headline news is willing to forgive its sins. I'm like, kind of got to get over that, dude. You kind of got to get over that concept in your head that you're more right than the media. And all I'm going to do is say again, look at the last hundred years. I was watching a show on Nagasaki and Hiroshima and the atomic bomb recently. It was on, uh, I think it was called Hiroshima 50 years later. Might have been 75 years later. See, I don't even know my history as far as times go. That shows you there's a little bit. Of, it was 75 years later. But I was born in Okinawa. And uh, Okinawa is mentioned in the, the, the documentary. They're like, America was able to win Okinawa and 
but we knew the war was going to be tough and the fight was going to be brutal. We decided, like, let's just nuke these guys and get it over with, and they'll eventually resign. And after the first bomb was on target, the second bomb, they had to switch cities. So Hiroshima got hit, even though it wasn't supposed to, or Nagasaki got hit. Either. Like, this is where my, I kind of stray. But I know that. What was interesting is the idea of deterrence <laughs> and how the Japanese generals wanted to keep going and fighting after two basically blasts should have scared them. But the first one didn't because there wasn't a lot of media news. They didn't even know if it happened. And then they're like, well, we're out. <laughs> the premier of Japan is like, oh, this isn't going to go our way. So I'm very thankful that you listen. I hope the show helps you get to retirement. We don't have to be the same. The guy who disagreed with me on Boeing is fine. I don't need to win. I don't need to gloat. I don't need to call people stupid. Um, I just need to report as much as I can. Oil is basically wiped out its pandemic losses. And you look at Exxon and Chevron and you go, wait, wait, they're not caught up to the price of oil. Well, demand hasn't caught up yet. Demand's going to be a 2022 thing. Do I see some value in oil? I do. Am I going to push you to push it? No. Up to you. You may be like, I'm a Joe Biden guy. I want clean energy. I want renewable energy. I want solar. I want wind energy. That may be you. That's fine. My job is just to throw it out there and whatever you want to do, you can do. None of my business, so to speak. So the guy got kind of bent out of shape that I initially didn't agree with him and he wants me to like dislike the media for pushing that stock higher i don't fight it um in the last five days it's gone from 202 to 219 you take a look at the last month it's gone from 143 to 219 Is that possible yeah and I, I i've been telling you it's the reopening play that hits when the vaccines hit and the vaccines have started to hit the first day of the vaccine was at 157. Three weeks later, it's at 219. Did I buy it? Nope. I only have so much money. My money has been directed elsewhere at this point in time. Do I wish I bought it? Yep. Did I tell you it was a good possibility? Yep. So he got a little bent out of shape. And I'm like, I, that's not the point. I'm not trying to be right. It's it's You're supposed to take away from the show and get something for yourself. Let's fire through as much news as we can because time is fleeting. Let's do the time warp again. <clears throat> I know you're saying, please don't sing. U.S. mortgage rates hit a record 13th low of the year. 2.75%. That's phenomenal. If you're thinking about buying a home, buy it. I, in my opinion, I look at not the price of the home. I look at the mortgage rate if I'm going to be in it for 30 years. If I'm going to be in it for five years, I look at the price of the home. Does that make sense? It does to me. Um, yesterday, I talked about being a landlord sucks. Some of the things I didn't hit on. Tenants aren't your friends. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be polite and treat your tenants professionally. You should. But you're not going to be invited to birthday parties, hopefully. Never rent to friends or family. 
same along the lines of tenant aren't your friends. The only time I'd consider renting to a friend or family member would be if it's a close relative, like my own child. And I was willing and financially able to eat several months of rent if it came down to it. Always stick to your written criteria in the rental. A lot of landlords try to like go with a gut feeling. That opens you up to lawsuits with the fair housing laws. Um, I rent to the first person who meets the criteria and pays me the holding fee as well as the first month's and maybe last month's rent. I don't look at color. I don't look at age. I don't look at situation. Starts getting too freaked out when you do that. It can take a long time to evict a non-paying tenant. I own one rental property in North Carolina. And I keep getting laws from my management company because I'll use a management company. And they're warning me, like, you know, eviction laws change with COVID. Like, it might take 18 months instead of the usual six. I'm like, okay, I don't need to know that, but thank you. I'm not stressed. But it, like, it's a good management company. And it was really funny because um, it's in North Carolina, so I think everyone has the North Carolina accent. And every time I talk to them, they do. I'm like, can you say the word 18 for me? And she goes, 18. And she goes, why did you ask me to say that? I was like, because I once asked a girl when I was 18 how old she was, and she was 18. And it made me smile. So know that evicting isn't an easy way out. Know that you should always stick to your rental criteria so you don't get sued. Know that uh, friends and family are a bad idea because you'll hear things like, oh, sorry I'm late. I was just, other things were on my mind. And know that tenants aren't your friends. Um, as much as we want them to be, they're not. Taking a quick look at the stock market today, we are higher again playing with record territory. Not for the NASDAQ, but for the Dow. All-time high crosses a 30,000 feet peak or 30,000 mile peak or $30,000 peak or whatever you want. It's a big round number. The Dow has done it. Dun, da, da, da. Where were you in the Dow without hit 30,000? This is the Rob Black and Your Money Show. Russell 2000 is the big winner today, but the Dow hits a big round number day. NASDAQ's doing its part. Is this all because Trump is essentially conceded and let Biden's transition team in? A little bit. Wall Street likes the demon known versus the demon unknown. Is this because Janet Yellen's been named to the Treasury? A little bit. Vaccines? A little bit. It's certainly not about 2021 being a record year for earnings. Is it about future stimulus? A little bit. Is it about 2022 getting back to normal? A little bit. So Disney's higher today hitting, is that an all-time high for Disney? Let me take a look. Um, Close. All-time high is 153. It's at 150 today. Um, so when it dipped during the pandemic, you had your chance. It hit a low of 109. And that day is gone. Unless there's another pandemic, you're probably not going to get it for 109. I'm just throwing that out there for you. I own shares of Disney. I look at Disney as something I could pass to my children. I didn't panic during the pandemic. I could have added to my position, but I added new positions. Visa was one of the companies that I was eyeballing that I was able to get during the low that I'm comfortable with. Even if it retests that low or takes out that low, I'd buy more. Um, 
let's see what else is out there. Best Buy had a great quarter, but it's underperforming today, in my opinion, because it's had a great nine months. NASDAQ's up over 30% for the year. The Russell 2000 and the Dow have underperformed, and I think the Russell 2000 has the most to gain in the next six to nine months, probably the next 18 months. I, I can't say that out loud for sure. It's a little broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned. But the NASDAQ looks rich to me, whereas the Russell looks like stimulus benefit and 2021 benefit and 2022 benefit. I'm not knocking the NASDAQ, and I'm not knocking the shares of Microsoft, Apple, or Google that I own. I'm just saying they've had a good year. Go sit down and act accordingly. You don't need to be bratty. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. If you're on your way out to Thanksgiving, have a great Thanksgiving. If you're not, have a great Thanksgiving. We're in the holiday season. We're in reflection. What a year, what a year, what a year. You can find me online at focusfinancial.com. Promise new stuff coming in 2021. New and exciting stuff, probably second quarter. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. We'd say this is like music to fall asleep to. I know that's fair to say. Oh, God. Is that me? Did I fall asleep? Being Amy Man live is all that in a bucket of chicken. Oh, I learned yesterday someone really wanted to. They were listening to the show live and then they were trying to find the name of a song and they called the station and the station said, Go to look at his Twitter feed because you can hear the show there at robblackshow.com. I'm like, I forgot the music gets stripped out for the Twitter feed. Google and Twitter, they're. I'm not allowed to use the word Nazis, but let's just say they're Gestapo. And anything that violates music rights online, it doesn't necessarily violate music rights on radio. But once you put it online, you're playing by their game. Um, small little insight into the world of Rob Black. Uh, this is just one of those days where there's just too much to talk about. There really is. Kramer's on CNBC today, and he's ranting and going crazy, and he's foaming at the mouth, and he's he's saying, like, where's the sellers at? Where's the sellers? And he's not wrong. Where's the profit takers? Like, when you go down, 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 there's days where you get spikes up, and you're like, well, someone just did a little uh, shopping right there. But when the market rolls a little bit higher and rolls a little bit higher and roll, and it doesn't roll over and die, you're like, the only area that you're seeing profit-taking is the NASDAQ right now. So that's worthy of note. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. COVID-19 vaccination is going to lead to herd immunity. It's going to be the final quarter of 2021. So says City Research. City being a division of Citibank. Developed economies, many of which have secured vaccine pre-orders, will first experience the economic benefits of herd immunity. Overall, the bank has forecast that COVID-19 vaccinations could raise global economic growth by seven-tenths of a point in 2021 and three percentage points in 2022. That's what I kind of have to keep reminding you because the year is 2021. 2020 is crap. The economic data looks bad. I'm going to throw a D plus on it, maybe C minus, 
some parts of the world D. By 2021 will be improvement, but 2022, we should start seeing things back to normal. With that said, take a look at where we are in the stock market, and it may concern you a little bit. Only not because I'm, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. The NASDAQ's up 32% this year. That's pretty damn good. If you can get that every year, you would be wildly wealthy. And we got it in a COVID year. I'm not saying we're there yet because taking a look, calendar's just a calendar and it's another 30 days. But that doesn't mean we don't in 60 days go down, but we kind of tend to think of things annually. It's tough to make a case the NASDAQ doesn't end up at least 20% this year. S&P 500 up 10%. The Russell's up 9% year to date. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up just 3.7%. But it's putting in good work right now and should be able to get to 10% if we continue this play of AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Moderna reopening the economies with their, their inoculations and seeing an improvement in 2021, but a, a return to normal in 2022. Biden's going to pick Federal Reserve Chairman Janet Yellen to head the Treasury Department. Wall Street looks at that as a safe bet. That's probably his most important cabinet position because it's tied towards the economy and the understanding of the economy. And if she's using her vast career as a banker and understanding U.S. different districts and different areas, we should be in good hands. Steve Mnuchin came from a background of not banking in, in Federal Reserve, but he came from Wall Street. Has he been good for Wall Street? Yeah. He cut taxes. Will Janet Yellen be better as a Treasury Secretary at understanding the economy? Maybe. Maybe. And again, I'm oversimplifying it. Let's speak of oversimplification ever so quickly. I'm studying a lot about art. Stocks can be broken down in sectors like retail and technology or communication is a division of technology sometimes or retail has soft lines like apparel and hard lines like Home Depot. Um, Tesla's telling me today the auto industry is a growth industry. Just so you know, I haven't said that out loud, but it tells you Ford and GM have really missed what Tesla saw. So remember how I was telling you the S&P has different sectors, like financials has banks and stockbrokers and insurance companies. The art industry's got post-war and contemporary, which are works created after 1945. And there's a lot of really cool stories about what the Nazis did with art in World War II. And how they saw the value in it more so than maybe gold. The Impressionist and Modern Art works that were created in the late 19th century to 1945. Then you get into art of the old masters in the 19th century, which covers the 12th century to the 19th century. And then there's another division of art. And this one's going to throw you because you're like 12th century to 19th century. Okay, what's going to be different than, than Impressionist art 19th century up until World War II? And then post-war and contemporaries, 1945 to the present. What's going to be the fourth category? It's traditional Chinese works, created anywhere from the mid-1950s back to the first millennium. 
There's a guy who does Chinese art, modern art. He takes pens and he does real tight circles and it's really, really fascinating. And then it's like mean vases. The risk reward of looking at art is pretty interesting. The average appreciation, traditional and post-war, are average about 10% with a lot less risk than the S&P 500. It's worthy of note. It's not worthy of doing anything about. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.